Welcome to the Autism Grown Up Podcast. I'm Rory Regan. And I'm Dr. Tara Regan, and we are from Autism Grown Up, a nonprofit focused on learning and sharing about autism and adulthood. Each week, we share what we're learning from our own experiences and what others are doing in the autism community. So join us for some fun conversations, and we hope you can bring something home with you each time you listen. This is for everyone in the autism community. Hi everyone, I hope you're doing well. This week I am doing a solo interview with a really wonderful guest. Um, And I wanted to say, I am bummed that my dad, Rory, cannot make it for this episode. If you listened to the past couple of episodes, you know, not so subtly, he had put out the hints that he was really looking forward to doing interviews such as this one. But due to work circumstances, he was unable to make it. I felt I felt obligated to tell you all, give you an update about where he was in this episode, especially um, since he had been so ardent and wanting to do an interview. But we have a wonderful guest, uh, Gerald Parrish. He is a community inclusion specialist based out of um, the Triangle area of North Carolina, specifically Raleigh, Cary area, and he works with the Alliance of Disability Advocates of North Carolina. They are a federally recognized Center for Independent Living, or SIL. You're going to hear SIL being thrown around a lot in this episode, so I wanted to introduce that to you all. And they were established in 1999, but SILs have been around for a very long time. Um, They were authorized by the Rehabilitation Act of 1973, and they provide funding for centers to empower people with disabilities to live as independently as possible. And so uh, the program that Gerald is going to be talking about with us today is called travel training, where they help people with disabilities, especially autistic adults, to navigate transportation systems or public transportation in their area, specifically in the Triangle raleigh Cary area for this program. Uh, but he gives some suggestions on Uh, where you can find a program like this in your area, wherever you are listening to this episode. And it's a really interesting program, and we delve into some of the aspects of training that he's involved with, um, some of his own experience as an autistic self-advocate himself. And yeah, I learned a lot in this episode, and I hope you all get a lot out of it too. Let's jump into my interview with Gerald. Joining us today is Gerald Parrish. Hello, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So excited to have you here. And I want to, I already did a little bit of a bio um, before we hopped on here, but can you tell us about you and your work with Alliance of Disability Advocates? Well, um, well, first, you know, I am an autistic uh, self-advocate and a leader, you know, so I've been Mm-hmm. Serving the community, um, the disability community, for three years, okay. but I would say I've been serving the autistic community, you know, for about five years. What and, work did you do for the three to three to five years or so? Well, the five years, you know, I was, you know, yeah, you know, I was engaged in the, um, you know, the social group groups um Mm -hmm. group helping to you know organize you know and host events around the um well well, i live in raleigh north carolina so 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 i've been you know we've been organizing and hosting events you know all over 
you know, Raleigh, you know, as well as, you know, different parts of the triangle, like, yeah, like, you know, you know, Nightdale and Cary and Wake Forest, mm-hmm. you know, mostly Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. So majorly Raleigh. in that Wake County area, you were doing meetup groups. Is that right? Yes. So okay. that's right. And, and then as far as three years in the disability community, of course, that, that would be, you know, with the Alliance of Disability Advocates, you know, where we empower um, individuals with who experience disability um, to, you know, just live as independently as possible. Alliance of Disability Advocates or ADANC, you know, for, you know, what we call it, it's, it's a um, federally recognized um, center for independent living. So by design, you know, a SEAL is uh, consumer controlled, community-based, cross-disability, non-residential, private, non-private agency, agency mm-hmm. their surrounding communities. Yeah, so the goal of our, our work, well, the goal of our work is to promote a philosophy of independent living, including a philosophy of consumer control, peer support, self-help, self-determination, equal access, and individual and system advocacy in order to maximize the leadership, empowerment, independence, and productivity of individuals with disabilities and the integration and full inclusion of individuals with disabilities into the mainstream of American society. Yes, so does the, so you said the Alliance of Disability Advocates at NC is the one you work out of. So you mentioned, I think, that it's also a federally recognized agency. So is it all over the United States? A federally recognized agency? Well, we have, yeah, 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 we have, yeah, yeah, there's, there's so many seals, you know, across the, the United States. Yeah. What about the Alliance of Disability Advocates? Is that across the United States too? Well, it's, it's, lo- it's local. There's a local. Um, so you work at the local North Carolina chapter. Are there other states like this, like state programs like this too, or other state chapters? Well, yeah. Well, there's well, there's so many different. Well, well, as I said, there's so many different seals. Still, okay. each still, of course, it's it's still you know consumer controlled. You know, it's still, you know. Okay. All right. So yeah, I think I was confused too because I was thinking that maybe the Alliance of Disability Advocates of North Carolina was just like a specific chapter, and like there were more of them. Oh, oh, no, oh, that's no, it's, 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 it's you know it's just you know local still North local Carolina. Agency. Okay. Do you yeah. primarily serve the triangle, or is it the whole entire state? Well, mostly, mostly the uh, triangle area. You know. Okay. Raleigh Durham. Yeah area you know sometimes and sometimes we, we we might you know serve other areas as well okay um, i can see that because yeah i want to get into the services then because they are so specific i could see how it'd be a little bit difficult to navigate all of those so what right. services do you all provide oh provide okay this, this is this is the fun part yeah I'm excited okay well we well, well, the first service would be um, information and referral, which, you know, we collect and maintain information on resources and rights for people with disabilities in each of the communities 
we serve. Okay, so we are pretty much, you know, a referring agency when it comes to sources, right? And then the next uh, service would, second service would be our independent living skills training, which we uh, offer a personalized independent living program of activities and skills necessary to thrive in daily life, safety and well-being. Examples, you know, of IL skills training include self-advocacy, Mm -hmm. self-determination, communication skills, mm -hmm. organization, budgeting, household management, use of community resources, meal preparation, parenting with disability, and other requests that promote independence. Okay. Our third is is the peer support, which we engage people who have personal experience with disabilities to serve as role models, teachers, and mentors in their uh, community. So, you know, so we can work, you know, one-on-one -on -one or in small groups you know, to share experiences, provide support, and share knowledge to empower independence. And then, and then our, our next one, and, or, you know, and our well-known one, of course, will be systemic and individual advocacy mm -hmm. which engage uh, local state and national leaders in an ongoing dialogue about public policy as it relates to citizens who experience a disability issues mm -hmm. disability public accommodations and transportation significant in promoting full inclusion in every aspect of community life and then la and then the last one is transitioning in which we support and provide services for individuals transitioning from an institution or at ri risk of entering an institution, as well as uh, youth transitioning into uh, post-secondary life. So, so the example of an institution would be like, you know, a nursing home or a group home, mm. or correctional facility, to the, you know, re-entry program, you know, you know, for the, you know, as, as, as a part of that um, yes yeah, so, so those are our five core services those are amazing yeah i could i mean we can get into each one of those and talk about this forever yeah. but i want to get into uh travel training because i know that is your particular expertise so let's do that um could you tell me like i guess travel training probably falls under one of those core umbrellas but uh tell me what it's all about well, travel training, you know, is, it is a one-on-one -on -one instruction, you know, program, you know, which we teach uh, travel safety and independence for the bus system in the raleigh Cary urbanized area. Participants learn skills to meet their individual needs while using a specific bus route. So these routes can consist of traveling to school, work, or a community destination such as malls, movies, library, or just a friend's house. Yeah, so each okay. yeah, so each uh, individual's needs and abilities differ. So training and length of training vary with each person. Person and um, you know our staffs you know track record of implementing a model for creating change and establishing smart commuting uh, options awarded us. Uh, Go uh, Triangles uh, Community Impact Award in tw 2017. This award recognized our service as a meaningful contribution to solving 
transportation challenges across the triangle. Yes, that's awesome. The a lot of the work of Alliance of Disability Advocates of North Carolina is focused on people with disabilities. And so coming from your experience as an autistic self-advocate, um, what would you say is really helpful for other autistic people to learn about travel training? Why, is, travel why would it be helpful? Well, um, well, for one, uh, you know, some not all autistic people drive. And mm -hmm. so this will be a good transportation option for those, you know, who, who who, who can't, who are not able to drive. And so even though, yeah, I mean, of, of course it could be overwhelming at times for some people because, you know, some people might, you know, you know, might not like to wait long for, for a bus or they don't want to, or they just don't feel comfortable riding with other people on the bus. Bus and then, you know, some people do have you know, do have anxiety, you know, to, to where it's like, you know, they, they know that they have to cross the street or they have to, you know, or they have to, you know, do all these things, you know, and as opposed to like, you know, regular, you know, door-to-door -door transportation where they're used to being picked up from their, from, you know, from a location being dropped off at, in front of the location. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Riding the, the fixed route bus, you know, you would have to, like I said, you would have to, uh, you know, of course you would have to walk, you know, to the nearest bus stop, mm -hmm. you know, to whatever, and that, like I said, it could be, you know, depending on, you know, some people can't walk long distance or, 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 or they might have to, you know, like I said, you know, there may be other barrier obstacles or barriers where they might have to cross the street just to get to to the bus stop or they right like some busy part more than you know or they might have to walk more than a half a mile to the bus stop mm -hmm. but it could be you know other but yeah like I say for me like I said you know I you know I, I didn't have a problem with with riding tra transportation just because you know I knew what to do I knew how, how it worked I knew that in order for me to get the bus you know I, I had to you know know what bus route is in my area and know how you know what time know the, know the bus schedule for that route yeah so as, so as long as i knew had that i've learned you know the route and, and and the schedule then you know i pretty much had it down pat okay then and then you know sometimes you know if you did you know especially even the noise i can understand it you know some people don't want to don't feel comfortable riding with other people yeah, they may not be comfortable with the noises or even smell sometimes. Yes, times or even you know the air conditioner might might you know might be too hot or, or too cold. You know that could be you know it, you know, like I said you know sensory especially for those you know with, with sensory you know processing differences you know easily. But sometimes, but I know in my experience you know when I ride the bus I usually have headphones. Okay. Yeah. Phones, phones on. You know, ear earbuds on. Something to cover your ears. Take you away know, some of that sound. But but you know, I I just try to focus on like when I travel on the bus, like I just focus on just trying to get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't really think about just you know the but because even if I know that it's going to be a long bus ride, that's that's when I know that I have my you know my earbuds handy. Yeah, 
I can so, relate to that too. I used to do, I used to ride Chapel Hill Transit all of the time in the triangle and the, um, what's the name of the, the biggest uh, triangle bus system there? Um, well, I know the triangle well, transit. The, uh, what's the go Raleigh now, but yeah, but when I first started ride, riding the bus, the cat bus, it yeah. was the capital area transit at the time. And, and I did take the, uh, you know, TTA uh, before, you know, before it was just Go Triangle. Mm. Oh, it's called Go Triangle now. Okay. Yeah. It's been yeah. some time for me. And then Go Carry, you know, used to be um, C-Tran. So I'm always really impressed with the Triangle's bus system because not a lot of other cities have that kind of bus system that's a little mm. bit more developed and mostly free depend or low cost, depending on where you are living in the Triangle. Right, right. Yeah, because... Yeah, and and and, and also um, we we also teach you know individuals how to um, pay for for bus fare mm. fare. So we, we so you know so so yeah if if they have a disability you know they can they may be uh, eligible for um for for a discount a uh, fare card ID card. Mm. So um, yeah, so that will you know so that will kind of you know, so instead of them paying the full amount, yeah, full fare. They're, you know, they're paying, you know, you know, about half fare. Okay. Half of what they would, what they would pay, pay. And then, and the good thing about, about Go Raleigh, you know, about the Go Raleigh, Go Triangle, you know, is that, you know, you're just, you know, instead of just paying one way each time, time or, or, or paying for a transfer, you know, you know, like I said, you, you could just pay for a bus pass, a day pass where, you know, it's good for one day. It's good for that for, for one day and so it's good for those who regularly commute from say if you go to work say if you are commuting to work but you know work or you're commuting to your you know appointments or doctor's appointments or any any you know at any you know activities or, or classes that you go to during the week you know the you know, day pass is good good in those situations Okay. You regularly commute back yeah. and forth to, you know, to those things. So definitely um, reaching out to a travel trainer can help you with getting started in the first place or reacquainted with the, the bus or transportation system. So um, something you mentioned to the presentation materials you sent me were, what are the differences, like what are the things a travel trainer can do and what they don't do? So can, can you tell us a little bit about that or like what they do and what they don't do? Well, well, as a travel trainer, you know, I can, you know, simply show them, you know, how to travel, you know, to their destination and back uh, mm -hmm. safely. So if they want to learn how to travel to say, they want to learn how to travel to their, you know, to their job that I can travel train them, you know, how to get to the, to the workplace and, and back. Okay. But, but of course, what I cannot do is I cannot I, I cannot travel with them, you know, on their way to work, like and, and just stay with them, you know, you know, during 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 that whole shift. During the whole work day. And, and then travel like like I can't drop like I can't drop the the person off and then pick them up, you know, when they get off of work, you know, that, you know, and, and of course the same thing, you know, goes for like, you know, doctor's appointments and uh and uh and you know other you know grocery you know stores and things like that you know, I can show them how to get to the grocery to the mall but I cannot take them to shop at the mall and, and, and wait for them you know to finish their shopping you know 
that's a whole nother role you're right right because like yeah and, and and one of the things is that we we do encourage our our consumer our you know consumers you know you know to learn other places besides their doctor's office or mm-hmm. or or the or the store like you know you know we always ask them hey what do you what what activities you know do you enjoy enjoy doing you know like you know have you thought about maybe learn how to get to a park or get to or going to the library or going to the museum or 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 wherever you know you know you want to go to it and and of course you know like any any you know a community center a gym you know like if these things are important to you, you know, you know, we can show you how to get to those places, you know. Yes, that's right. You know, encourage places besides your other essential things like doctor's appointments and yes, and grocery shopping. Yeah, because you need. I'm sure you know from your work doing meetup groups and social groups, like transportation to get there is also a major obstacle at times. Even doing those, um, so glad that's addressed. I did have a follow-up question about the travel training itself because you mentioned you don't you're not there with them to do the ride. So what does like the travel training look like? Do you sit with the individual or the consumer and plan out the route and then give it to them and off they go, or do you go through it together for some variation? Yeah, uh, it it really it really depends on the the individual. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, Usually it will be, um, you know, I, I, um, you know, I let the um, person, individual choose, you know, the, the places, the place that they want to go to, the first place that they want to go to, mm-hmm. to, you know, that they want to travel to on the bus, and and then I show them, you know, how to how to map map out the trip. So, you know, some, you know. So, so if they have a smartphone, you know, there's an app that we, that we use, um, you know, we use the Transloc uh, app, uh, rider app, mm-hmm. that they can uh, download and install on their phone, phone, and, and, they, and then they could just, you know, choose the destination that they want to travel to, to, and then they'll show them the bus routes that they, that they would need to take, and it, or, or for those who, who don't have a phone, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I just, you know, I, what I do is I just you know i'll map out the trip the trip and i'll just give them a handout of of, of the trip okay. trip and you know you know for them to look at it so that, that way they'll know what bus it is and then sometimes you know on, on the first trip you know it you know maybe the trip might be too difficult for them to do so that so that's when we kind of you know kind of have to make some adjustments here, you know, to make it more accessible for the individual, visual, and then, uh, so we, so what we do is, uh, like, so I, I'll be the one to show them, like, where the bus stop is, mm-hmm. and, and, and what to do, you know, you know, you know, where, you know, what to do when they get on the bus, and bus and where, where they would need to sit, and then I also tell them, you know, let them know, okay, that, you know, how, how to make a stop. So they have an option of, you know, they can pull the yellow string. I think once they are a, you know, able to, to know where their stop is, or they can just let the bus driver know where they're going, where they're going to, and they'll be able to, to um, you know, identify the stop for the individual. 
Uh, and so, so of course we do that, you know, and then we show them where, and I show them where to get off at, where their destination is. And then, and then we just walk back, you know, to, to, to the bus stop, stop and wait for the next uh, bus. And, and sometimes, you know, it, it may be a, a long wait time due to how often the bus yeah. runs, runs. So there may be uh, it, it, instances where we might have to, you know, take a bathroom break or, or, you know, you know, things like that, but, but mostly, you know, it's, it's mostly, you know, you're just showing them how to get from point A to point, point B. And then once we, we, we go back um, and, then, and then we wait for the next bus, you know, going back. So criminals would go in reverse basically. Okay. So you go to their destination with them and get work your way back or go back and then, and then I'll just walk them, you know, from the bus stop to their house. And then depending on how, how, you know, because of course everyone learns differently. So depending on how, how fast, you know, how they learn, you know, they might get it in one session or they might, or it might take them a couple of sessions for them to, to, to really get it down. Yeah. Where they might say, say, where well, I, I think I could do this on my own, and this is be my opportunity to to encourage them to lead the trip. Trip, you know, let you know, show me what what I've taught you. Basically, you know, yeah, I want you, I want you to show me what you know what what everything that I've taught you. Mm-hmm. Taught you. And, and then, you know, and then this is be a, this is where the real training begins, you know, because this will be an opportunity for them to see how much they've learned so far, how much they know so far, yeah. so far. And even if they, they make mistakes or forget, you know, this, this will be an opportunity for them to, to keep doing the trip over and over again until they know how to do it, you know, successfully and independently. And then, and then, and then, you know, then they can, you know, pretty much, you know, learn everything that they've learned, you know, for, you know, from, from this first trip, you know, to, to the other trips, you know, so, so once they, you know, they've learned, so, and, and the good thing about, about this, this, about the travel training program is, you know, is that they can learn at their own pace, you know, they don't, you know, there's, okay, that's great. like, we don't, we don't, we don't identify a timeline for, for, for them, you know, we just tell them, you know, you know, learn is at your own, at your own pace, like, if you need to keep doing this trip over and over again, keep doing it doing it over and over again and then and then like I said if you have any other trips other places that you would like to learn learn like I said we'll, we'll keep you know we'll apply what you know everything that you've learned from from that trip to, to the next trip and then yeah then we'll just see see how well and, and of course you know bus schedules you know is, is another thing that that we always enforce it but safety is is, is number one thing okay. Because, you know, we want to teach people, you know, we want people to know, like, what, what do you do in, you know, if you're stranded, mm-hmm. there's no bus coming, then that's when, you know, you know, you might need to figure out, you know, what to do in those situations. So, and then, of course, you know, like, what happens if you lose your card or, you know, your bus card, you know, what do you do? I mean, you know, you, you, know, you know, so I always, so I always teach them, you know, emergency what to do in an emergency situation and what to do like if you are having trouble you know with with the bus because sometimes a bus can run late yeah and you just want to know okay why but the great thing about this uh rider app this uh app 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 is that they are able to track the buses so they can 
be yeah. able to see if the bus is coming or, or coming their way or not. Not and if they're not, but of course, not all trackers are going to, not all buses are there is, but that's why it's good to teach them the basics. You'll teach them, you know, the bus stop, you know, the bus schedule, so that way they'll know what time the bus comes to 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 whatever stop they're coming to so yeah so that's always you know the you know that's always the you know the fallback on it you yeah. know, it's always something to, to refer to if you know but but yeah but but really there is no one way right yeah and each app is so different i think yeah i was just thinking learning how how to ride the bus is such a complicated system that there are so many nuances even just thinking about <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking back to like, I would be checking to see when the bus is coming or like, oh, 55 minutes. I see they're coming down the road, maybe a little bit faster. Maybe we'll get on it sooner or later. There's just a lot of adjustments having to be made. Um, and then all of a sudden, maybe that bus you were expecting, there was actually, they had a second bus doing that same route and it comes five minutes early. You never know. Um, and you have to schedule a lot of your life around the bus system too. Yeah, so this is so fascinating to me. I love that you all walk through the problem solving and different focus on safety, of course, um, and it varies per individual of like what's important to them too, to like determine what the routes are gonna be learning. But I'm curious too, if you all have, and this is just like the nerdiness of me coming out, do you all have like a binder or like materials that you generally give each person you work with that has like, here's what you do when this X, Y, and Z happens? Well, we, we don't, I mean, but we do, okay. like I said, but when we do, like when a person first, you know, like what we do is we, we do, um, like, like when we know that the person's interested in travel training, yeah, and, you know, that is interested in riding uh, public transportation, we, what we do is, you know, we, um, we have a travel training assessment, you know, you know, that will ask, you know, how much you know about, you know, oh, the good. public transportation and safety procedures. And so, so even if they don't get, get it right, even if they don't know or, or don't get it, don't know, then this is an opportunity for them, for me to, you know, tailor, you know, to yeah. tailor the program, you know, to, to, to the individual. individual and, then, you know, and then how long do you typically, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so that will um, be a way of, like, that's how we would um, determine because you know everybody learns different. You know, learns differently. You know, you know, some people will will learn. You know, will get it. You know, will will learn it much faster. Some people, you know, might take them a long time. Mm -hmm. Time and, and and you know some sometimes you know, it can be very. I mean, because you know. Some people have never rode public transportation before, or you know, like it, it, it can be a, a huge adjustment for people. I mean, it could be it could be really frustrating and and you know to the point where they might give up. Mm -hmm. give up. But, but the good thing about about our program is that's that's what we do. We empower people to 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 do it. You know, we we just let you know we let them you know decide. You know, because the importance is, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, we make it easier for the, for the individual and not make it harder for, for the individual. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. By having a disability is, you know, you want to make, make sure that, you know, we focus on what, what you know, what you can do. Yeah. And, and the things that you can't do, do, do you know, 
then we can we, then we can work around those those things and be things and support you and rally around you and get you to where you need to go oh yeah yeah <laughs> um i'm also curious before we jump into our last three questions or so uh what is like the typical length of time that you work with someone in the travel training program a travel training yeah it varies um okay. yeah. varies. it really just depends on you know how much because you know how much they want to learn learn yeah. uh, because i know that for somebody who's new to the raleigh Cary area of course it probably would be be uh good it probably would be beneficial for them to just try to you know try to learn you know as many as much as as much of you know raleigh as, as they can yeah kid uh that's that's you know the thing but mm. but yeah, what, what places you know you know would you like to travel do you you know do you think you need to travel to to like what places you know are are important to you you know and, and you know this is where it all starts but but yeah but say like carrie you know you can learn you could you could learn all of the bus you know, all, I mean, all of the bus routes like now as with raleigh it is pretty big you know you know, yeah. you know it's pretty big so it probably is best to just focus on specific places locations and places that you would like to go to like if you like to know how to get to you know the mall like you know the mall then then i could show you you know what routes will take you to 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 that mall mm. yeah i also like that there's no like predetermined endpoint for they're like this is your cutoff date we're done <laughs> yeah and the interesting thing is that go raleigh also has routes that they go to nightdale and garner which is really far and, and I think they're working and, and I'm and, 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 and my guess I think I'm thinking that they're working on a route from to uh I know that there is a route that goes from Raleigh to Wake Forest and okay and Gary, of, of course but uh yeah area of course but but of course you know that's through you know the go triangle or go carry you know it, on the weekends um and then of course you know the express, uh, the you know, the Wake Forest, um, Raleigh Express bus, bus, but yeah, but yeah, but I, but, yeah, but yeah, but from what I'm hearing is that that they're supposed to make it, you know, to where it it's going to run regularly and not just and like its peak hours, mm -hmm. which which I would hope hope to see. Yeah. But, I, but I always go back and forth and check the um, website. Yeah, I bet you are really acquainted with the website <laughs> and your work. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm curious what additional resources you have on travel training. Is there anything like on the website that we can share out with folks? Oh, yes. Uh, we have our travel training videos. Ooh. So, you know, you know yeah, that, and, and then we also have um, our, our travel training brochure. Okay. But, but of course that, yeah, and we usually give it, you know, in paper form. Okay. And you so know. if someone was seeking out this program specifically and they lived in the triangle, how would they get started with being a part of it or applying? Well, they can, um, well, it's, it's a lot of different options. I mean, they can go to our website um, at www.adanc.com. 
org, mm-hmm. and then you can either contact um, our office or 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 you can or we can just request a referral. Okay. On the website, right? So I mean, either way, either way is 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 best, but it was best either way. Yeah, and is it a paid program or is it free because it's from a cell? Oh yeah, it's yeah. All of our services are free up right. to anyone who self-identifies as experiencing a disability. So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, so that's all that they have to do. You know, even better. That's great. Yeah, like I said, no legal or medical documentation. Uh, we don't require okay that to have that. Like I said, I mean unless like we're referring them to like like you know to other agencies that might require you know you know or other programs that might require you know documentation Jason okay. for those things but but yeah for our services yeah but for, for the services that we provide you know you know they're free you know you know all you have to do is just you know self-identify that you have a disability and then mm-hmm. we you know and then of course you would have to become a consumer you know so you so certain mm-hmm. you know to receive our services. Okay, so go through that process to do that. Mm-hmm. And then if someone is interested in these services, like we have so many people from all over the states and sometimes all over the world listening in and they don't live in the area, like how can they find something like this in their community? Mm, that's a very good question. Well, cause you know, I can just say that our travel training program is is one of a kind. Yeah. God. You know, it's, it's it, you know, I don't think, you know, you're gonna, you're, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're gonna find anything, anything like, like our program, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but the, but I would say the best, you know, way, to, way to find out uh, about our, you know, about, like, if they're looking for like a, a seal in their area, you know, you know, of course, you know, they have a, um, of course, there is an online. Do, uh, directory directory that they can they can find a seal of course north carolina has seven seals you know they have one in charlotte they have one in wilmington they have one in winston-salem uh i think they have one in asheville mm-hmm. ville um ville and, and one in greenville okay so yeah, so seven is seven seals in, in North Carolina. Do you know off the top of your head? Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, where the directory is? Is that just something someone can type into Google, like search centers for independent living? Well, um, yeah, I can. I, you know what? There, there is a web, a website, um, or I'll say a link. Yeah. Link, but 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 yeah, if you just you know you know yeah, but if you just do a, a Google search on it, I can, I can sit. To, yeah, I can tell people what, what yeah. to what to search. Um, and this will be. Um, Thanks for doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be. Um, yeah, you would type. Yeah, yeah, they would type. Um, just put, type directory of centers for independent living. Yeah. And then, and then and then look for uh, ILRU uh, directory of of centers for for, for independent living. Mm-hmm. And this will have, you know, all the seals, you know, all over the United States. Awesome. And uh, for those of you who have the show notes in front of you, I can even just put this link directly there too. But this is a great thing to have on the top of your head too. Sometimes I like having that. Like, <laughs> oh, that's all I have to Google. Okay. I don't have to go find this specific link. So <laughs> both ways are accessible. Thank you for doing that. 
Yeah. And yeah. then last question for you. Um, how can people listening to this episode learn more about you? And do you have anything to that you want to share with us that you think would be really helpful? More about me? Yeah. Um, I've loaded that question well, up for you. <laughs> well, well, of course, well, of course, well, of course they can, you know, of course they can visit, you know, our website um, at, you know, www.adanc.org, you know, mm-hmm. and of course we have our, you know, contact information and, and, and bio, you know, yeah. bios. Um, and um, I know I, I personally have a, um, a, a, on social media as well. So, 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 you know, cause I know I'm, you know, cause I know I'm on the, uh, the uh, Facebook groups for the um, Autism Society in North Carolina. Yeah, super active. You know, kind of uh, chapters, uh, you know, the, the main one, as well as, you know, like I said, the Wake County chapter, which I'm based in, and, you know, all the other chapters in the Triangle area. Area, but uh, but yeah, of course, people can find me, you know, under Gerald, Parish, you know, under Gerald Parish. But mm-hmm. but I think, but but like I said, I'm I'm just gonna wait until the podcast episode comes out, and then then I'll share it on, on the uh, page, and they'll know, okay. they'll know, they'll know how to how, how to find me through 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 the, you know, you know, you know, through the um the Facebook groups. Yeah, definitely, and I think also you're also fairly active, if I remember correctly on LinkedIn so pretty easy to find on there. Oh yeah I'm on LinkedIn too as well. Okay. Yeah. And then is ADANC on any particular social media that people can follow up with or just the oh, web? Yes, they are. Uh, okay. Eliza does be uh, yeah they, they are. Yeah. They sure are. All right. I will make sure to link all of those up as well. And Twitter. And Twitter. Okay. And uh, the Facebook one is uh it's uh, slash uh, alliance uh, seal, mm-hmm. and then the uh, and then the Twitter is at nc underscore alliance. Okay, like it very very straightforward. Um, my gosh, I learned so much from our conversation today, Gerald. Thank you for adapting your presentation for podcast format. Um, huge shout out to you for doing that. And just was feel like our audience is going to get so much from this episode. Mm-hmm. So thank you. All right. Thank you, uh, Tara. It was nice uh, uh, meeting you and chatting, talking with you. You too. And I hope you have a good rest of the day. Oh, yes. You too. And thank you all for listening to today's episode. You can check out everything that we talked about in our show notes on the Autism Grown Up website, autismgrownup.com. And this is also linked in the description of this episode, wherever you are listening today. And this leads me to a quick ask. So if you found value in this episode and know that others would really also benefit from listening to this podcast, please leave us a rating and review. This really truly helps others in the autism community be able to find us easier online. You can also take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone or whatever device and tag us at Autism Grown Up. That's pretty much our tag everywhere. And that also helps get the word out about the show in a big way. So thank you ahead of time for doing that. And Thank you so much again for listening to another episode of the AGU podcast. 
I'm looking forward to our episode next week, and I'll chat with y'all soon. This episode was brought to you by our supporters. We are a nonprofit, and we would love you to become a supporter yourself of future episodes like this one. Like I mentioned, this is just one of the many resources we offer in our resource center, and we're working towards a fundraising goal on expanding our resource center, and we need your help. Go to autismgrownup.com support dash AGU to learn more and help us keep the show and our resource center running. 